You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Well, good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, episode 119. We made it to that big goal that they said we couldn't make it to. And we are airing on Phoenix 92.5 FM and of course all over the wonderful internet. My name is Kean, and in roughly alphabetical order, introduce yourselves. Hey yo, it's Bryn. <laughs> it's Sarah. And I got some Kev. Yay! Hey, and before we get started, we have a sort of timey wimey birthday celebration here. Who's the birthday person in the room? Just me. Ahoy! Hey! Literally is my birthday. Literally is my birthday when we're recording this on Wednesday. So I said I'd come in anyway. I literally have my birthday cake beside me. I'm an idiot. And I'm like, hey, that's not a joke. That's, that's not, not a bit. Like, it's actually right here. People are like, oh, yeah, no, I'm deadly serious. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's fun. I wanted to come here and hang out and talk about nerd stuff. 119 episodes. Guys, that is a crime that we're still here. <laughs> Please, somebody stop us. <laughs> and, and, like, you know, you made a good, good point, Keane. Like, the Library of Alexandria is gone. Uh, our, our nonsense is still safe forever I, on the radio. if we had a time machine i'd love to like maybe see some scholar watching it sink into the ocean or whatever happened to it and instead <laughs> they just get handed a phone and not even listen to the show just cycle through the headings <laughs> and yeah. there's someone saying this is fine but here's the yeah. thing do you think that maybe that what the library of alexandria actually was was just a pod- bunch of podcasts it's possible because here's the thing the more i realized and the more i look at ancient history we were exactly the same <laughs> there was no difference we all just reach a point of being really decadent and then it's like we're totally fine and we get it because here's the thing people don't realize about the roman uh, the late roman empire was they were obsessed with cooking and obsessed with like random bs and if they had the internet someone would had a podcast being upset about a movie that came out like whatever so that's what we're the same oh actually, sure i mean actually Greek- they did have podcasts <laughs> they did they just didn't record them they just had some crazy bunch of lads just hanging out talking about it on the square yeah the romans are the same as us okay good good to know that good to know that like according to you we lost nothing of actual value in the library of alexandria just some dude's terrible take on roman star wars we need to have our shows like just so at some point in history maybe not now maybe after we're dead just vanish into thin air 
and then people can speculate on what value you was think, lost. Well, so here's the thing, right? So here's the thing, right? Sorry, bring one go for it. On that point, there though, like it does make a sense. Make sense why so much of Egyptians enduring media is around cats. Yeah, but- that's true. Here's the thing, right? So what 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 Kev said is is true, but also not. Like, imagine think about it this way, right? The Library of Alexandria was the internet of their time. So, yes, some stuff was lost. That was probably awesome. A lot of a lot of BS probably lost too. It's the equivalent of our internet just disappearing. So yeah, Keen, as you said, people be like, oh, there were some great things on the internet, and like there also wasn't. So yeah, that's what it was. If all the internet disappeared tomorrow, we'd be in the exact same spot as the Library of Alexandria being gone. Lots of, people, lots of, lots of cat media going missing. Oh, man. But then sitting there going, oh, wasn't this just a tragedy? It's like yeah. Not oh, really. the internet turns off and everyone has to just get their own cats at home and just like hold up words in front of them. Oh man, I saw a just, cat like, today. homemade memes. I saw a cat today and I was like, I want to go over and pet it. But then my friend was like, no, you can't just run over to cats. And I'm like, I'm gonna. And the yeah. cat ran away. And I was it's my sorry. birthday. I can do what I want. Mm. <laughs> I can't, like, I can't your f- cat. I want to pet you. I kind of feel better about the idea that like all we lost was like a litany of uh, di- of uh, different publications uh, talking about uh, talking about why gladiator fights are going downhill and aren't drawing audiences anymore. But also, but also poor performances of plays. This is why I think this play is influenced by this social commentary. Yeah. I don't like this. I oh, used to keep this pure. The lore makes no sense. It's just like diatribe. And this is why I don't think women should be allowed in plays. No, maybe we should let this library burn. Maybe maybe. Maybe that's fine. <laughs> no, what happened is you'd have some controversial going, women should be in plays, and then like just a, a big diatribe of going, no, how dare you? How dare you? You take away <laughs> men's jobs. <laughs> you take away men's jobs. By See, making this, what, am I, what am I, a man, supposed to do with all this lipstick now? <laughs> and some smart aleck will go, oh, well, if women are in plays, we should have women as gladiators getting killed too. <laughs> there were women like gladiators. They were everything. Oh were there actually? Yeah, there were. There oh, were, now were. I'm learning. I mean, horrible for them, but you know, I'm learning. It wasn't. They were super athletes. Yeah, being killed by lions. Uh, that's a misconception. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, the, in a lot, like, again, but, use, this, to... use this classics degree, use this classics degree. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I mean, but the way the way I've always understood it is that, like, a lot of, because again, like, a lot of um, European wrestlers uh, kind of date their history from gladiator times because it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Where. They go like, well, like, there's no point in killing someone because then you can't build to the next fight. Literally, that's the thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like a, lo- a lot of gladiatorial wrestling was uh, wrestling. Gladiatorial combat was just fake. It was like booked. It was worked. It was like, oh, you know, you take this dive and then we build this guy up and stuff like that. Because they were treated like superstars. So, like, why would you kill? You know, it's equivalent of building <laughs> yeah, up, like, like Tyson. The superstars can win. Uh, hold on, while I just add this to my portfolio. That is reassuring myself that Vince McMahon is immortal. There is, no, <laughs> there is there is no way that man that 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 he is he is an extraterrestrial being yeah. that does not age oh yeah oh my no, God. No, brutus. No he's, has... he's brutus in history like Gentlemen. you know i don't know much about wrestling but i'm sure caesar was about to get stabbed and he turned around and he goes it's me like, caesar to, to add a to add credence to that no one uh no one who uh, has seen vince McMahon jr and vince McMahon senior in the same room is alive to tell the tale <laughs> so. this is true he could just be like the same person Who's I oh god oh because I, I only watch I okay I do not know wrestling but I did what well, who was 
What was the name of the character that was Vince McMahon, but he was he was in a cloak? He was the shadowy guy for ages during the Attitude Era. Oh, I saw this on um, the higher uh, power. What's it called? Higher power. It was super eye patch video. That's you absolutely yeah. called me, Erkian. Yeah. <laughs> that is my reference for wrestling. Same. But same. yeah, he just he just Fair. pulls the higher power trick every every like fifty years. <laughs> I'd totally I'd totally totally be on brand for him. I do have a random topic about why uh, Scooby Doo is Anunnaki. And it, what? <laughs> Okay, let's get into this. So the Anunnaki are um, the Watchers. Basically, they're an alien race that come down. They're, they're the origin of... Uh, oh, okay, uh, slow down. Are we talking in real life? Well, or are we re- talking in some fictional universe? Because at this point, anything's fi- up for grabs. Okay, uh, there's actually an episode of From the Dark that we do on it, talking about right. the Watchers. The Watchers are real in, like... They're really look. They're as real as, as you. If you believe in angels, you believe in Anunnaki, right? So, but, like, we're we talking Marvel-like Watchers with the big heads. No, but what we are talking about was talking the Anunnaki are uh, the, the Sumerians were big into them and worship. Basically, the Sumerian gods, and they came down from from human uh, to influence humans, right? So that is the the historical Anunnaki. They're known as the Watchers, and they're also like the the fathers and mothers of like Hercules and all that kind of stuff, right? That's the that's it in a nutshell. We did it. We did do a podcast called on from uh from the dark about this. So do check it out. The reason why I'm bringing it up, I watched a video yesterday, uh, explaining how Scooby Doo is an alien, and he's Anunnaki, and also how there's two different, three different timelines in Scooby Doo. And I didn't realize that Scooby Doo had this lore, but now I'm a massive fan because I love lore. So really quick, here's the three timelines. One. Uh, Scooby-Doo where all the bad guys are wearing masks and actually real people two cyber world where it's all a video game three uh, where all the demons are real how did this happen well the supernatural people the actor from the show crossed over into Scooby-Doo and released all the demons creating a parallel universe holy cow this is a thing that's real that's, oh my God. that's just that's how Vincent Price just crawled way into that world this is, yeah. it. This is it so yeah there's, uh, it's on film theory so I didn't. So that is not my theory. That's the film theory. Uh, check that out. But yeah, the Anunnaki are awesome. There's some good books on it, and we did. We have done a show. If you guys are not subscribed to us on YouTube or our Spotify, go over and check out From the Dark episode three. I think it's with, really. With all that in mind, is there a Scooby Doo where they unmask the body and it turns out to be that Vince McMahon guy? Yes, yes, yes. There, is. there is, there is, there is, really, several yeah. wrestling Scooby Doo. because it's me, what? Scooby. What did we learn many years ago, Kane? Everything is wrestling, and whether is. you like it or not. There's sequel show for when Comic Con's open again. There is there is nothing uh, there's nothing more dramatic in wrestling than someone getting unmasked. Yeah. Um, especially in Lucha Libre. Yeah, it, I was it's gonna like, say that sounds like a Mexican thing. Yeah, it is yeah. a Mexican thing. It, it's yeah. a great source of shame when you're unmasked. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, I hate to like curb a tangent, but who has news? <laughs> About other than Scooby Doo being Anunnaki? Um, yeah. And Vince McMahon being immortal. I think these well, are big stories. <laughs> listen, I don't think this is news. I think this is something that's just been that, that should be in the back of everyone's brain. We just kind of realize it. <laughs> I feel like it's news now. I feel like you invented it, not invented the concept, but made it a news story. Fair enough. And you know, here's the thing though. Hold uh, on, no, we're, we're putting put the brakes on this. Dara, I want to make this a from the dark about Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Get him on the show. 
I mean, cannot uh, emphasize never watched a wrestling show in my goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, wrestling used to be the thing that I turned <laughs> off if I left it on too long after Yu Gi Oh! <laughs> I watched, That's a fantastic. I've watched one Royal Rumble with a group of 10 people and I was not paying attention. That is my experience. <laughs> that fair, is fair. That fair. is fair. No, no, wrestling is the best show in the world, but also the worst thing ever. Yeah, uh, and it's it, there's no in between. It's one or the other. Yeah, it. Oh, it's both. Yeah, it's simultaneously. It's a wonderful, a like it's wonderfully terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? So news, right? Uh, Dune is coming out, mm. and I went, I went to go see. So okay. So we're gonna we're gonna continue on our saga of forget forbidden cinema. So forbidden cinema part three. <laughs> so I went to cinema three times this week, and uh, none of which were in the Odeon. So screw you guys. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I went to I went to the one in Liffey Valley, and I went to one in town, twice. Um, and I was not accosted either of those times. So brilliant. Um, I went to go see Jungle Cruise, which is so much better. Then it has any right to be. It's good. It's I, I went so to see it a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's actually genuinely good. Jungle Cruise. It, it has no right to be as good as it is. I don't know why it's as good as it is. It is a wonderful movie. Well, it's, it's literally parts of the Caribbean. It's, it is. It is as it is good in the same way that Jumanji is good, and that it's just a fun adventure movie with The Rock. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Okay. I've seen the posters for this, but I know literally nothing about it. Could you? Could you? It's pirate. It's, it? pi- it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Literally right. the same plot as Pirates of the Caribbean, with The Rock and the Mon- Jumanji elements. But it's so much better than that. It's like totally worth. If you haven't seen it. Go see. It. I'd say I'd say it's pirates crossed Indiana Jones. That's yeah, it. that's fair. That's fair. I have to say Jack Whitehall is really funny in it too. Um, yeah, no, the, the the cast absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, like Jack Whitehall is great. Emily Blunt's great. Uh, I don't know the name of the actor, but he was Todd in Breaking Bad. Plays like oh, uh, Aaron something. Uh, not Aaron. Not 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 Aaron Paul. Uh, he, he was, he was sure? one of the. No, it's because no, he's one of the bad guys. Anyway. The bad guys yeah. I don't know uh, why, but all I can picture is, th- is Todd from... Uh, from uh, Bojack from, Horseman? No, from Scrubs. From Scrubs, yeah. The Todd. Uh, oh, oh. That's a... That's <laughs> gotta be a film. That's Disney, a Disney with Speedos. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that was really good. And I'd say if you haven't seen that, it's worth your time, actually. It genuinely is a, a phenomenal... But the thing about it is, like, you see the twist coming, you're like, oh, this is... And then it's like, oh, this part is Caribbean. But here's the thing, right? Jungle Cruise. I've been on that ride many times. It's not really a fun ride. If they actually... If, like, it is what it is. But if they, uh, if they actually change the ride to be more like the movie, which I think they're going to do, they could actually really make that thing work for years. So hopefully it does. It's, it's good. It's good. This so, is like we're now turning into Jenny Nicholson's YouTube channel that we're gonna just review theme parks here. I I I love that YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like it too. No, I mean I, I, I didn't say I, I liked it. it. I didn't say I liked the king. Three hours of vampire diary facts. I, I didn't say I liked the game. I said I love that YouTube channel. I watch that YouTube <laughs> channel all the time. Right? Listen, we're we're all like we're all act, we're all people with a brain cell. We all know that Jenny Nicholson is good content. That's his. This is anything new. Like. Her content is brilliant. You just sit there and you're like, I'm going to be it's entertained. Actually, excellent. One of my favorite ones that was last year uh, during just for Halloween, where she starts interview, she starts uh, reviewing random wine channels like the Hallmark <laughs> channel. 
yes. That's gold. Oh, that's um, brilliant. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the best. I didn't think I'd be but, into this, but I'm... Look, I mean, I feel like we're pretty good at what we do by now. We have our formula down, but we can't focus on like Suicide Squad for 10 minutes and she can talk about random arts and crafts channels that no one has seen for about two and a half hours. Like we need to up our game to get to her level. Like, Well, we need to start with following a show plan. <laughs> <laughs> you start by making a show. No, no, I've, I've already given up. <laughs> the, 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 this is a, this, the the appeal of this show is that we try and fail That's with true. show plans. You know, like yeah. we do try. tries. I think I like people don't people don't listen tries. to people don't listen to this for something that's. Um, coherent oh, i like to think that we are I, I like to think that we are somewhere in the ballpark of a chuckle brother sketch this is true this is true oh man <laughs> I, I sure hope we're funnier than chuckle brothers <laughs> let us know hashtag engagement engagement <laughs> Yeah, like, let us let us know, but please tell us for just for our, <laughs> our self esteem <laughs> that we are funnier than Jungle Brothers. And even if you're lying, that's fine. You just, <laughs> just lie to us, please. Just lie to us, us and lie to us. Lie to us and give us money. That there are two things we want you to do. Hang on, I don't want to get too derailed, but you said this was a cinema epic. So did you? Oh yes. To go in and like you know see it without incident. Yeah, yeah. So as I said, okay. n- not going to that cinema it should not be named again. Um, I have, I have actually. Are you, e- oh, you mean the one that you already named? I'm not going to name them again. <laughs> I have emailed them several times at this point, so they're aware of the situation. Um, Dear uh, Cineworld, there are too many branches. No, Cineworld is following. I Cineworld. am an influencer. <laughs> Cineworld are fine, sir. How dare you be smart then? They're fine. Dear Odin, I hate your stinking guts. <laughs> 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 anyway, I, I am not say, a coot. I am not a coot. <laughs> I am not a crackpot. Oh, anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> as I was saying, I did manage to go to cinema three times last week, which was an excessive amount. However, there is there is a uh, method to the madness. So I went to go see Jungle Cruise, and I was like, rad. And then I, I ended up being stuck in town for like hours because I was doing press for the All Ireland Metal Project at 10 o'clock at night. By the way, town after 10 o'clock, like Dublin City, um, holy cow, do not go there. It is like the walking dead. Oh, it's I crazy. live there. It's terrifying. Oh, it's, no, but it's so much worse since the pandemic. It's it's terrifying. Like it's oh, literally yeah. the Oh, yeah. There's just thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and not an exaggeration. Thousands of kids everywhere. And mm. you're like, what is going on? A year, a year and a half inside, they've oh, gone man. feral. They've gone feral. That's it. And like, we're trying to get, to, and the studio was in Temple Bar, and we're trying to get through just these. I literally felt like I was in The Walking Dead, trying to just walk through. And it's, but it's so funny. Dublin in a nutshell, right? You have these kids falling over, getting sick, and all that kind of stuff. And then you turn the corner, and it's like this fancy restaurant, people eating dinner outside. You're like, what is going on there are thousands of kids over here and you're sitting there eating your steak Milan uh, whatever it is ridiculous Ireland in a nutshell anyway because of that I was stuck in town for hours and I was like I took out my phone I'm like right put it anywhere app I'm like right what's on cop shop was on literally you know what the ad doesn't ruin anything but you know what's coming it's a movie that has absolutely no right to exist it is a great time, but has no reason to exist. 
Well, before we get into it then, I love how you've identified the demographic of Cop Shop's audience as people being stuck in town, terrified of children, who had nothing better to do. Well, to like, be fair... Put that on the DVD po- or the poster. No, or it, it, no it's, one of those, it's, it's one of those movies that like you can go see. Right. If you have nothing you else to do. You can see it. You can see it. Well... You, you, you know, it, it, it's harder in some places to see it than others. But if you go to it, you know, the cinema up in Liffey Valley or the cinema in Sydney World, you're, you're fine. What, what, what I'm hearing, Dara, is that the only thing you can really say about it is that it's on. It's on. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing, right? So, so just to put it into context, my option was either hang around town or go in and get coffee or something, or else sit in the cinema. And I knew I could sit down in the cinema. So I was already <laughs> happy. So I was like, I'm fine. I have two hours to kill. So I'm just going to chill out here. So that's what I did. Had no okay. Time. And was it good? As I said, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing was solved. It achieved nothing. But I had a great time watching it. So it was, it was what Do I was. I feel like you still haven't answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> Again, no, I think, I think, I think he, I know I'm hearing what he's saying. It was just on. That's, it was just on. That's, <laughs> it. Like, that's it. It was like, and you can put that on the box. It was just on. It was I know, on. but that's like saying, did you enjoy your meal? And you saying the meal turned up. I ate it. It was there. <laughs> no, you know what it was? It was like when you go to McDonald's and you're hungry and you eat the McDonald's. You're like, well, I'm not hungry anymore. That's what it was. <laughs> it's like, I had two hours to kill. I'd, I'd I call it damning them. praise, but <laughs> it, it wasn't is, bad. It is it was, the sustenance pill of a movie. It, yeah, it was. It, you know, it, it's like Gerard Butler movies are pretty good, right? Like Lawbound <laughs> Citizen is fantastic, and a few others are really good. This one is nothing like those because nothing was achieved. It's literally a movie that happens. I will say it's impressive. They actually managed to film the whole thing in the height of lockdown, and I was wondering. Were you able to tell from watching it that, like, you know, all the actors weren't together and all that kind of stuff? Oh, that makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> this movie makes sense now. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, I mean, I can't say from watching it, but I've heard that long stretches of the movie are just one person in a room or one person behind a screen or one person here, or one person there. And that's oh. how they were able to make it with the height restrictions, you know. Now, with that being said... I don't even know why they bothered their arse doing that. <laughs> nothing's achieved. It's like, okay, the plot is basically, it, yeah, Jerry Butler is contract killer. This guy goes to jail. He, he He's um, on the run or whatever for stealing money from mobsters. And uh, that's it. It's a, basically a play that happens. And then there's some shooty shoots and that's it. Yo, damn. Sorry to side rail. I just looked to see if there was any actually like notable movies coming out and just my, my local cinema is still showing Space Jam and New Legacy, and that's just wild. <laughs> I just well, continue. Kev, Cineworld and View have you covered. I have to say, View has become my main now uh, that I go see. Cine- tickets are four euro. And you, meet, and you meet some interesting people when tickets are four euro in a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> see, you just, you've just put me off it now. Dara, I don't know how you go to the cinema I do not go to the cinema to meet people (laughs) No, well as I said, like it was funny Because when I was there uh, Watching Shang-Chi Your man had his shoes off And he was just just sitting there With his shoes off, like this is weird But then again, when I was watching Cop Shop, some guy was passed out In in the back row, I'm like What's going on with people? Are people just crazy? (laughs) Yeah, actually When I went to see Shang-Chi Sorry to call out this this innocent member Of the public but he kept turning around and shushing me, and I wasn't talking. 
oh no like you know it's like oh my god there's someone in front of me hearing voices oh, he just... I, I will absolutely call out this member of the public the first time i went to see shang chi there was a group of teenagers in the corner that i i can't i'm not kidding the entire movie they were taking selfies the oh. two hour run why? Of what? We're at the cinema. Here you go. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, hold on. Hold on. We're going now. This again. This is this is you know. Yeah. Okay. Right. Whatever. We're we're, we're millennials and these are Zoomers. I, that makes no sense. I, no. Someone, someone, please tell me. Okay. Right. Selfies are selfies make sense. I suppose. Whatever. And you know, taking them when you're out in the sunlight makes sense. You know, or or out at a fountain or something makes sense. Taking selfies in nonstop for over two hours in a dark room. <laughs> but it's like fundamentally, it's not going to be a good picture, you morons. Like <laughs> you're in the dark. What are you I, doing? I will add a little asterisk onto that. The last on. time I saw did, a movie, did, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Keen, I'm upset now. Part one. Hold on, hold on, Keen, I'm upset. I'm upset at the moment. Oh, I knew I had to stop you. <laughs> my, my spider. No, Dara, Dara, I think you're in a. And I said I had to stop you, and I don't know why. <laughs> because Dara, here's the... I think, Dara, I think you're upset. I think you're too upset. I think you need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. It's like if, uh, back in the day. Hold on. Dara, 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 Dara. You need, you need to, you need to calm down <laughs> and cue up hackers to watch after this, and you'll feel better. That's fine. Back in, but back in the day, if you did that, someone ripped the piss out of you mercilessly for years years you'd be like oh there's your man who goes from dark and yeah. it would be known until they were married no, but you see but the thing the thing is back in the day it's not even about people ripping the piss over they would go back to their moms and then that would have been the end of it oh that would have been the end of it exactly why were you taking pictures in the dark what's wrong with you <laughs> oh my god flash thompson over here oh man sorry go on you're right keen i sorry no 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 all i was gonna say is the last time i was in a movie with those teenagers it was it part one and oh, while no. that was annoying seeing them selfieing and snapchatting at the time every four or five minutes the bloody clown would jump out and give him a fright and you'd see the popcorn going in the air and you get that karmic kind of release mm. of the movie punishing them for not paying attention because a big thing jumps out at them in 3D. So if if you must, and bear in mind these teenagers you're talking about could be our target audience, even though we are grumpy old men. That seems incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you take pictures in the dark, you need to sort your life out. You shouldn't be listening to this show. Yeah. <laughs> no, just on on. I'm sure we should be listening if, to this show anymore. Pic- if you take pictures in the dark, just don't. <laughs> just don't. This is our PSA, is it? Yeah, this yeah. is it. Just don't. Like, <laughs> I, I have very strong feelings about phones being turned off in the cinema. The idea of taking selfies in a cinema is is so far beyond the pale of what I find acceptable <laughs> that I actually can't I actually can't say more than that on the topic. <laughs> Brynn is so angry. I can see <laughs> the I can see the writhing ball of snakes behind the oh, eyes. Rage. It's just yeah. like look, I don't look, I'm quite tame when it comes to, to that cinema stuff. As far as like look if someone wants to take out their phone and check Fine, if someone wants to send a, t- a quick test message, fine. I'm not like properly upset with people checking their phone in the cinema. I don't really mind. In fact, when I was watching Cop Shop, that's pretty much all I was doing because I was up the back because there was no one else there. It was just me and the guy who was asleep for some reason. Um, but I just I can't comprehend when the movie's on that you're like, you know what? Now is a good time to take a picture in the dark. Yeah. 
I wonder what I look like right now. <laughs> it's like I'm you know, document this. Yeah. But what makes sense? That, the, the, Keen, the, Keen, it's it's not even. I wonder what I look like. I wonder what my friends think I look like right um, now while watching a film in the dark. The, but here's the thing: like, it's like if you're sitting there going, you know, okay, before the lights go down, and you're like, oh, we're gonna see a movie, oh, lol, or whatever, you know, whatever the kids put in, or whatever. You click it, grand, and then after the movie, oh, that's so scary, whatever, you know, rip or whatever, click. In the middle of the oh. What is wrong? This is why I'm not a teacher because I just lose my mind with this. But like, what are you doing? You'd be like, you'd be like, um, senior Chang in community. Turn on her! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's like, I mean, how many birthdays are you having today? This is proper grumpy old seven. seven. (laughs) I think think I've aged about 10 years of grumpiness from the from this from this realization. This is what kids do in the cinema. Well, look, when this airs on Saturday, it'll be my birthday. So if I send you like a really grumpy text, I will have had the same experience. I think Darren needs to mute his mic for five minutes to do his cake. (laughs) Oh, go on. Oh my goodness. Should we talk about Doctor Who? Go on, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I feel like as the timey-wimey birthday boy when this airs, uh, that we should at least mention the big news that said at least my Google algorithm on fire, which is that they announced that Russell T Davies uh, will be returning to run Doctor Who for at least the 60th and the series after that and the new incumbent Doctor. And... This is well. I mean, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but this has a lot of people excited, and it also leaves Doctor Who in this weird thing where it has a whole series left and three specials under a showrunner that has already gone. It's a it's a mix up situation. Uh, I'm I mean I know I'm the only Whovian here, but uh, Dar, like, what do you kind of feel about this? Uh, I think it's long overdue. It's 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 literally the equivalent of them bringing back George Lucas and being like, sorry. So you know. <laughs> Like that's kind of what happened here. I think like it's the only way to save the show. the 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 fandom's been on fire for for ever since he walked not since he walked away from, him, but ever since. Um, I would argue since Matt Smith left, but I know some people still like uh Bacaldi and stuff like that. But um, oh, I love him. Yeah, like some people do. He just doesn't do anything for me. But I do. The show wasn't bad then, you know. It just wasn't my taste. Um, but definitely, I think bringing him back makes sense because like they really have nothing else to do. You know, like they cannot sustain the show anymore it's it's on fire and you know the, the beep won't throw money at it because they don't have the deep pockets of disney so they can't do a star wars thing they overplayed their hand too much chibnall you know whatever uh and i i do think um jody got a bad deal i don't yeah. think she was bad as people make her out to be um it was, it was the writing and the storytelling that was the problem not so much the doctor um but the show's unwatchable, dude. Like, I just cannot watch that show. It's terrible. It's the worst thing. It, you know, not the worst thing ever. The worst thing ever is uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Well, no, actually, la- you kind of circled back not to the last the Jedi. I was last Jedi. Bring up, Sorry. Last Jedi. Which good. is Sorry. that you mentioned it's like bringing back George Lucas. But yeah. with Star Wars, is if not Lucas, it's always trying to bring back familiar elements to give you that big feeling of nostalgia it's in the 2010s. No, and no. that's what I'm worried about this Russell T. Davies thing. I love him. No. Like, It's a Sin, which came out in January, was amazing. It was a big but, I, but I'm really... Doctor Who is never a franchise that has gone, oh, well, let's bring back that thing no, as a whole a, era. There's a big I'm difference. a bit worried 
there's a that big there's difference. no precedent for this, you know. There, there's a big difference, and what I'd say is the the different Star Wars under Disney is one of the worst crimes against humanity, um, <laughs> ever, ever. And you um, want to bring back bullying? What? <laughs> Oh, no, no, yeah, no, of course, of course, he is. He's a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> like all Star Wars fans, Dara wants to see, wants everyone to feel his pain. <laughs> Hold on, I had to sit there when people saying, "Oh, the Force Awakens is so good." And you're like, "No, it's not. It's terrible." Did you see it? Yeah, but oh, yeah, but 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 the the Millennium Falcon was there. I don't care. It was still terrible. Yeah, but Han and Chewie, they didn't do anything. Who are and you those, talking to? And then, they're, and then and they're sitting there going, oh, but he was so good. It's like, no, it wasn't. This, and this, then, is the, this is the voice of the Facebook comment star I was talking to. <laughs> and then the last Jedi came out, and I'm like, you know what? They did something different. That's rad. And then they threw it all away because people were like, hey, it was too different. Yeah. Well, so I will say go. that's something Doctor Who and like the Star Wars fans have in common. I've got to be honest, I, I, I don't love the Jodie Whittaker era, but I don't hate it either. But I do hate Doctor Who fans now. But the point I was making, well, I hate Doctor Who fans since Tumblr ruined them. But anyway. Oh, well, uh, Tumblr's a hellscape by all Oh, accounts. man, the fact that those servers got nuked was mm, brilliant. That was a birthday present for everybody. Um, but anyway. Here's the problem with with that was the thing with Star Wars when it came back. There was no plan; they just wanted nostalgia, and they put that flu, and I can say flu in charge, and he just killed the franchise basically. Uh, and it, the only plan was to try and make some sort of money and then push some whatever it was, right? And it's like, okay, that would have been a cool plan to subvert expectations. The only person that was doing it was Ryan Johnson; he was the only one that actually had some sort of I wanted to do this with it. And it failed, and it was probably a really bad idea. And you know what? It was yeah. a bad idea. But, you know, at least I can respect that. You actually wanted to do something. You just didn't want to pull out nostalgia for, you know, milk and money. No, we wanted story. to kill it in a fire. Well, here's the thing. Literally, with a lightning bolt from Yoda's fingers. Well, that was it. With Doctor Who, uh, the current season, it just wasn't Doctor Who. It was everything not that was there. And I think by bringing... By bringing the old crew back, and that's probably what's going to happen. They're going to bring back the old crew. They're going to look right. We need to bring this back. We need to get this focused into what it actually was, rather than what it became. Like that's it. You know, we joke that Loki is like the best season of Doctor Who in years. Mm. If they literally just do that and have that element into it, where it's just fun, but also has those cool stories and interactive moments and its character piece, you can actually bring it back. Now, here's the thing: I wouldn't do this for I love no money because this is a gargantuan task. Like. The Mandalorian was able to bring back Star Wars because it didn't touch any of the Star Wars stuff. Like the, the Skywalker family or story, that is radioactive. That's Chernobyl at the moment. You cannot touch that. That's a bad idea. But it's always been a bad idea. It's been a bad idea since Jedi, which is why you don't touch it. So the problem here is trying to actually fix the Doctor. I don't know how they're going to do that. And that's why I'll be watching. I'm like, how are you actually going to get this back on track? Because well, I mean, the, the interesting kind of wrench in it is that there's going to be a 60th anniversary episode. The only way they're going... They're only right, way hang to... on, hang on, Dara. I gave you a long old Skywalker I know, steal. I'm sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> it's like, uh, because unlike, say, the 50th last time where Matt Smith was kind of on his way out and they could get Tevin back and all that kind of stuff, like, literally, Jodie Whisker is presumably going to leave and then there's going to be a 60th anniversary with Russell T. back and presumably a new Doctor it's like a really weird time to do this. And 
I don't know. My worry is that, like, as I kind of said earlier, Doctor Who is a franchise that, you know, even when it struggles, it survives because it can completely reinvent itself. Mm. And I'm a bit worried that going back to a time, even a time when people loved it, it sort of defeats the notion of Doctor Who. Now, don't get me wrong. He could go in a completely different direction, and I hope he does. But I don't want it to be David Tennant back and the old. No, that'd be the worst thing you can do. No, I don't. I I don't think that's a good way to do it. Like as I said, with Star Wars, that's that doesn't work because people don't want to see nostalgia for the sake of it. They want to see it for a story. Because here's if they're going to do that, just end the show. You know, just end the show because there's no point. You know, you need to have a future with it. And but with what Chibnall did was kill the show to such an extent that there is no future. He basically said, none of this matters. The doctor's a horrible person. Awful, awful, awful. Hate everything. All right. And so you're like, okay, what's the point now? And with wait, Star Wars, wait, wait, did when did he say the doctor was an awful person? He said the entire Time Lords were an awful person because what they oh, did. Oh, well, that's were... just true. No, but, but and by extension, the doctor's a horrible person as well for what they did to the time of the show. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I don't want to get into that. We've got 119 episodes. I'm sure we've covered the Timeless Child in there somewhere. But the Timeless Child is the biggest problem here. It's like you can't square that circle. Like Maybe. Un- yeah, that's true. It just certainly having that be the last thing before a pandemic killed the show for two years was a really bad look. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm very aware of Bryn and Kev having not said anything in a while. Do you want to weigh in, guys? Or- I think uh, just say it was all a dream. Yes! Oh, oh god. my god! Oh my god! There we just, go! I forgot just about do, my, just my, do uh, Dallas. Just my do Dallas. My was going to be that uh, I'm glad Moffat was leaving. Uh, after googling, I realized he left many years ago. Yes. So I don't have a horse in this race. <laughs> no. I, you know, I agree. Just, with just do, just do, just do the Dallas thing. That's 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 my solution for everything yeah. that well, goes you know, wrong. You could. That's it. That's Edison it. And tenants are still playing the doctors on radio. You could get them <laughs> for the <laughs> Dallas. Pick which one is going to be in the shower, I suppose. I, mean, I will say, if they do want, like, even just for a cameo, if they just want to be like, no, this is, we're, we're, we're changing what Doctor Who is. Just even bring him next to back to be like, no, 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 it's different. He likes it now. I think just probably, The Dallas thing <clears throat> fixes everything. Yeah, it fixes everything, you everything, know. Yeah. Um, like, the one thing I would say, like, just kind of expand it out is that, like, you know, we have we have seen it happen before, where previous beloved showrunners have left the show and then come back to it, only for it to kind of come back and go like, okay, this doesn't have the same pizzazz I thought it would. Like, like I love Community; it's one of my favorite shows of all time. But there's the season gas leak season. season. There's the gas leak season. He comes back, and there's the the feel of the show is permanently ruined because of the gas leak show gas, gas leak seasons yeah Brent, so, this is exactly what i was saying or like yeah. you know say gene roddenberry producing the first two series of next gen like you know even yeah. though like star trek 20 years ago was great like i don't know i i worry like if they had a new showrunner and it was worse at mm. least it would be its own thing i'm a bit worried about it spoiling david Tennant <laughs> retroactively do well, you know look, what i mean here's one for you right okay. this is another wrestling example how Brin, did I know? Oh no, Brin, you know where I'm, you know where I'm going with this. Remember when Eric Bischoff came back to WCW? Yep. 
That's what this feels like. This feels yeah. like, or even Paul Heyman came back to Smack to write SmackDown, and he was uh, RECW. You know, it. Then, I, I think. Look, if they come back for the right reasons and have a story to tell, or indeed to try and fix it, and the only way you're going to be able to fix both Star Wars and Doctor Who is by retroactively removing massive chunks of it. Oh no! Don't to, do that. Don't do to, that. They nearly to, wiped out three of the doctors in the eighties. Like, don't you, you have to? I it's think, the I think you own your mistake to, and move on. Don't do like a, a redo or something. Well, you, you could know? do it. You could look if the sixty is there and the, when is the sixty? Is it November or is it next year? Uh, it's 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 not even next year. It's twenty twenty three. So right. So what they could do is, and what they probably will do is, they'll probably fix it in that where they do a big event and then it wipes everything in some way. Because you have to, you have to get rid of the time child. You can, but yeah, like you know, you they've to. gotten rid of more complicated things before. That's true. Deleting it, you know. Yeah, well, but they have to find some way to square that circle because yeah. it just like there's no other way to do it. And with Star, like again, with Star Wars, you can't actually. You have to get rid of those movies or redo them or just get rid of them because, like, they're just so like it's just so damaging. You know, there's just there's no other way around it. But look, as I said, Keen, what would this be a show without Star Wars and uh, Doctor Who? Really, yeah, and the existing that the Dallas Dream effect that fixes everything. It does. Dallas Dream effects fixes everything. I know what we should do. We should try to get the writer of that guy on the show so we can interview him. Well, the writer much of Dallas. No, yeah. well, whoever wrote that episode would be like, we are huge fans. What do you think about your idea to fix Star Wars and then pitch it to Lucasfilm? Yeah, and yeah. Then get a rejection letter. Oh, oh, man. I'd frame that rejection letter. So would I. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, while we have like 10 minutes left I'm after completely real I'm after completely remembering that uh, that Nintendo Direct was this week as well oh yes it was this week it uh, was this week before yes, sure. okay obviously the like there's a big story here which is wild and hilarious in a lot of ways before we get on that I want to take my soapbox and just I, I'm just happy Bayonetta 3 is getting a release date <laughs> wait <laughs> say again I, oh Bayonetta 3 I've been I've been waiting so long. <laughs> I just, I'm just happy it's happening. It's nice to see you happy, Kev. Just, or hear you happy. It's been so long. <laughs> I still have. I still so I love. I love Bayonetta. I still have no idea what it's about. No, neither does the game. In fairness, I, I I've got. Re- I've got 12 minutes and I'm very tired. I can do this another episode. <laughs> okay, because I, I'd love to know what it's about. Like I said, I love the game. I love Vanquish as well, but I know what Vanquish is about, but I have no idea what Bayonetta is about. I know it has like witch demons, maybe. Oh, it's it's a confusing nightmare to play if you're not good at those games already. Uh, okay. I in, in two points I can give you at least is uh, hair clothes and daddy problems. Ah, uh, I see. Makes that's sense. that's your baseline. See, that's uh, one of your answers that actually raises more questions than answers. <laughs> and uh, yet, and yet, I need. I've heard everything I need to know. Yeah, <laughs> play, play Bayonetta. Play Bayonetta. Yeah, one Bayonetta. And two. You can get one and two on the Switch, like together as a bundle. They're both incredible. Get that. But the big news from the direct was that they. I forgot that they announced they were making a Mario movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they've okay. announced the cast. Oh, how could we not cover this, Jason? Listen, and I, look, I, like, I, I just... I want the original Mario. I, here he goes. He's 82 want... years old and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes! yes! My, my, favorite, my favorite tweet that I've seen was someone in all caps said, Apologize to this film. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, no this, is literally, this, is literally, this is literally the episode of Ray, uh, The Simpsons. This yeah. is literally it. It's playing out <laughs> in real time. <laughs> I just This is literally it, gang. Like You're literally living through Radioactive Man. That episode is the fact that Chris Martinet is right. They have him. He is there. He is in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. They're probably what's going on with the plot for it, dude, is it's gonna start off in the video game and then they're gonna to jump to real life. That's what yeah. the plot is. That's what's gonna happen. So so they will have your man. Doing the Mario voice in the game, and then when he goes to real life, it's going. And then it's Chris Pratt in a red hat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what it's going to be. I just, it's I, I like I'm, I mean, I'm trying to have the Sonic's word. fault. This is Sonic's. Hey, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the Sonic movie was amazing. You, oh yeah, I'm sure can, it was, can, but can. it's still because and, of Sonic. And it, that we I know, and it made him, and it actually had a plot that was no, no. Hold on, no, no, no. Amazing. This, this is Aladdin's fault. <laughs> what? What? You're gonna have to like. Yeah, you're gonna have to, more Robin Williams. Robin Williams in Aladdin is what then made studios realize that having actual name actors in animated movies sells tickets, even though they have like Robin Williams was good in Aladdin. I will not contest. Oh, that. You're, you're talking like ninety fundamental like problems with animated movies is what I'm saying. Oh, but see, the reason, like, the reason why they do it is so they can be like, oh, such and such is in this movie, in this movie, in this movie, in this movie. It is. I'm not, and you know, like, I, I understand that, like, you know, tickets need to be sold. Uh, it would, it would not work if, you know, these actors had actual voice acting, like, actual experience in voice acting at all, which half but, of them do not. But there's two ways to deal with this. One, don't go to the movie. Two, buy a Dreamcast. I should say they haven't made the movie yet. It's a bit early to judge. Well, but I Kev, would judge. what's 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 your kind of read on I the just, voice cast and all that kind of stuff? I just like Chris Pratt and Mario is the thing memes are made of. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I just, can't. I can't understand that. My um, mind. It's basically the. Um, it's basically like a modern day version of Osmo instead of using Adam Sandler to use Chris Pratt. Well, to be fair, he like, was in the Lego movie, and I think that's probably where they're coming from. Um, I will say, however, Charlie Day as Luigi is inspired. Yeah, oh, that's Get that man uh, a live action Luigi. Appearance. Um, man, like one of the actually, no, the, one of the best things to come out of this is people dub is people animating Luigi over it's always sunny scenes. Oh, that yeah. has been a joy. <laughs> Conversely, I, I can't imagine anyone playing Wario except for Danny DeVito. Is that oh. is that what he's cast as? No, oh. no, they haven't said anyone about. I don't think they've mentioned yeah. Wario at all. They, they, um, they better, they better. There is now. <laughs> there is like because there's a few that like are kind of quest. Like Seth Rogen's Dog Kong is weird and feels like a casting choice that's been pulled straight out of 2005. Yeah. Um, but I, I like t- Seth Rogen in the what's it called Invincible though. Like you know he can. He's a bit laid back for Donkey Kong, but he can do voice acting. Yeah. Like uh, the two that I think actually are going to be very, very fun as well. Uh, Jack Black doing Bowser. I Perfect. think that that's again. I think that's just going to be fun. <laughs> I don't see how like that's not again. It's incredibly weird. And I don't understand what this movie is going to be, but my that's con- just fun. Yeah, my, con- my concern about that. If Jack Black, sorry, not Jack Black. If uh, well, it would be Jack Black. If um, who's he playing again? Bowser. Bowser. That's the one. If he starts playing a guitar or oh, I, singing, I, actually, can I stand I, up I, for I'm, Jack Black? I really like latter era Jack Black. He like he's got a YouTube channel with his son. He's just oh, got. I'm, 
like, I'm very, I've I'm already very, peaked energy, I, and he just seems like, like a very nice, relaxed guy. Yeah, you know? I like Jack Black too, but what I do hate is that I hate the way when Jack Black isn't playing, you know, someone who isn't Jack Black. Sorry, who isn't a character? He just goes back to playing his character from High Fidelity. Um, I hate his High Fidelity character because uh, it was awesome 25 years, 30 years ago. Not awesome now. I don't care that you okay. Yeah, they could they could write his 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 character in High Fidelity and not in anything else. Yeah, I personally am going to spend however much money it is to get to the cinema when this movie comes out to see Bowser go shigagagagway. It's on YouTube somewhere, but. Uh, the other one that I feel like nobody is talking about that I think is wild is Michael Keegan Key doing Toad. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just, what? A choice was made here. <laughs> I just, I just, if it's not Michael, if it isn't the man himself with the hat and the vest, I just, I don't care. I don't want to see him. <laughs> oh my God. You just need to get Toad's reenacting Key and Peele sketches now. <laughs> I've broken him. I've broke Kev. <laughs> Just Congratulations. If someone make a microphone. You see it, <laughs> the show is off the rails. This is me saying this. <laughs> just, just get the toads reenacting even better get the toads just reenacting I don't know lines from Jordan Peele films or something <laughs> oh yeah that's what you want to see is Toad fall into an abyss after story D <laughs> no no get Toad to play like the awful What's like kind of Toad with imposter syndrome edge. oh my um, god <laughs> well look okay hold on let's, let's try this so Kev what would you like the movie to be Paper <sighs> Mario Okay, well, what is that? What's the plot? What's the in your perfect mind? I don't see the thing is, is I don't know why they're even doing a movie. That's that's my money. Thing. Money. Well, yeah, money. Yeah, no, no. I okay, no, I get that. Sure, artistically, <laughs> there's no artistic to this. It's just yeah, money. Lots and lots um, and lots of money. Yeah, no. I, Look, I, children. I know Mario. You're right. I know Mario. Um, Let's go make money. I know you're right, and I didn't want to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, like it's, I like, I, I just, yeah, I just don't see the point in the movie. Like, if, or like, even if it was like, I think I, I more understand if it was just a, a very just simple, just again, kind of simple adventure cartoon movie. Okay, how about this? Like, about direct this? to DVD. That's, that's kind of what I like, my only don't idea. Let Mario talk. That's well, no, the thing I'm no, worried no. about. Ping, well, that's going to happen. <laughs> but Actually, no, no, but. Mario, no, like unlike say Sonic, isn't like a dialogue heavy like affair. Even Paper Mario, which is a dialogue heavy affair, does not have Mario talking in it. You know, I do have to mention that in the direct, Miyamoto does after they announce that it's Chris Pratt, Miyamoto does specifically say that Mario will be talking a lot in this movie. And yes, it sounded like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, like I don't I don't know why they can't do that kind of movie where it's like Paper Mario or something where it's actually just in the world because for me I'm not a Mario fan you know I don't like Nintendo because they killed the Dreamcast anyway um, this feels like an old Dreamcast. The, but he killed Sega and it's, it's, it's still it's not nice 
The Dreamcast of the Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm, no, go, no. I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get all Vince McMahon here, man, and go like the Dreamcast screwed the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But if you want to get real technical, the Genesis killed the Dreamcast. <laughs> and the PlayStation. <laughs> and the N64. And, and you know, time. They they all ganged up on it. And, yeah, just kick, like, just just beat him and then kicked him as he down. If the Dreamcast was over the ledge and they all pushed. You know? <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, as I was saying, I'm not a Nintendo fan. And I never would claim to be. If anything, I, I'm a I'm I'm I'd be casual Nintendo fan because I love um I like some Mario games, mm. I love Pokemon and stuff like that. But it disgusts me every time I buy a Nintendo console. <laughs> um, Why you just hate joy? No, I just I don't no, growing. He up, hates you, joy cons. <laughs> <laughs> no, you when growing up, you know again this is a, this is a millennial thing. You were either a Sega fan or a Nintendo fan. You were yeah. not. You were one or the other. You were not both. And Sega is. You know the one that should have won, but it didn't. So fair, but anyway, I pr- I appreciate that people enjoy Nintendo. But what I'm saying to you is, as a as a casual, like super casual uh, Mario fan, right? I do not want to see him in the real world, and that's the movie I don't want. I don't want the movie where you know they're sucked into the re- they're sucked out of the real world and they're off doing things, and I- that is dumb, right? I don't understand why they just don't want to do a movie in the universe where they're off doing Mario things. And I and my fear, and I think they're going to do and Kev. So I do understand your 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 annoyance here is where you're going to have them sucked out of the game or something, and it's going to be Chris Pratt walking around being Chris Pratt. I'm like, that's not a Mario movie. That's that's a Chris Pratt movie. You know, that's that's a, a Jack Black movie. Yeah, I think that movie that movie just got released. It was called Free Guy. <laughs> ah, but Free Guys has Ryan Reynolds in it, everybody loves him. Yeah, it's I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do like a sponge out of water thing where they end up in the real world. Uh my my worry is that they because Mario isn't a story-driven thing. I would love it to be a really kind of creative like thing where Mario doesn't need to talk and they all get into scrapes. And like I think like Kev said earlier, like kind of a sort of lavish but kind of stripped back sort of affair. It's I don't know. There's a there's a there's a historically bad precedent for video games being adapted into films, and I'm worried that they're gonna just like change it around and just make it a box standard kids thing, or even worse, a Lego Movie clone. Even though I love a Lego Movie, yeah, no, it, just, like, it, yeah, like the, the clone is not, yeah, like necessarily, yeah. You know what is pretty good though. Speaking uh, like the, the Lego Movie formula, so you have Lego Movie back. Uh, we, we are talking? we are at time. <laughs> okay, right. We'll we'll come back and finish this then. Go on. Um, how do I end the show? <laughs> oh, I'm the plugs. We got the plug. We will you... give our feelings possibly on the Lego Movie next week if we remember, which we won't. So we won't. So, Bryn, do you have any plugs? Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is the voice of a man whose two-year-old has a birthday this week. One-year-old. One-year-old. Yes. One-year-old turning two. No, one-year-old. Oh, just, Tur- one. just turning one, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, you're yeah. still in that phase. All right, Dara. I do have a plug. So I want to give uh, a plug to our to the gracious people over at desktop, deskboardbuddy.com who have graciously uh allow me to uh, work with this uh or preview this uh, this cool item and it is really cool it's called the desk 
cardboard buddy. All right. Accessory, you can like put your iPad, your phone or whatever onto it and it opens up and you can write notes. It is awesome. If you work from home, if you work in an office and don't have loads of space or whatever, get yourself one of these. Go over to deskboardbuddy.com and check it out. And when it arrives, I'll uh, I'll give a proper review. But I am so excited for this thing. The folks over there are super nice. And um, yeah, I'm probably going to be talking about this an awful lot. Or doesn't it? The- yeah so the way it works is like you can put your phone and stuff there as well but it's a whiteboard so it's a cabinet but a whiteboard so you can write notes and all this kind of stuff as well but then also open it up and store all your stuff in there as well so it's it's like i've actually been looking for a small little whiteboard for about a year and they're so expensive but this actually has the functionality of like a little cubby as well and also uh, you can like a keyboard hold and stuff like that as well so it is it does have a lot of different functions in it but again like this is something if you work specifically from home and don't have loads of space like myself, um, this is what I've been looking for for a while. So I want to do a review of it when it arrives and we'll be talking about it as well. But again, if you're like me and you want to check this out, I guarantee you deskboardbuddy.com. The whiteboard over there is for you. It's called a desktop whiteboard and it is my plug. Excellent. Kev, over to you. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at kevtalica94 uh, and uh, for those of you that were following our uh, my my Greek mythology themed D campaign, we are no longer going to be streaming on Twitch uh, on Tuesdays because we are, by the graces of all that is lordly, we are moving to in person sessions once again. Oh we, my god! I I'm so excited. I love my have friends. fun with all the diseases. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but that means that like we just do not have the capability to stream then. Uh, but the, we are still recording our sessions. They are going to be uploaded uh, to the YouTube channel, The Nancy Crew, uh, Wednesday mornings. If you want to check that adventure out. Awesome. Then we'll call time on that show. Once again, we'll say happy birthday to Dara and apologies for all of the old man jokes and all that kind of stuff. But guys, this has been wonderful to record. Thank you so much. And as always, of course, thank you so much for tuning in. So... This is Nerd to No Basis 119 on Phoenix 92.5 FM signing off and saying bye. 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 This is worth it. We do work and bye, bye, bye. She says I'm not romantic. I say she's too dramatic. I tell her while we're at it. We can work and bye, bye, bye. She says I'm not romantic. I say she's too dramatic. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to No Media production.